and welcome back to Cinema Vino. My name is Todd Wofford. Thank you guys so much for joining us and sticking with us through my paternity leave, which is now in its final week. Uh, we got new material already recorded, and it's already ready to debut next week, uh, Wednesday, and we will continue with new material for the foreseeable future. So our Best Picture series will start next week with uh, The Godfather, chosen by you guys. And then from there, we'll have lots of good stuff, lots of good wine, good everything. Um, in the meantime, we're going to do one more little flashback uh, to a great episode we did a few years ago that some of you guys who have joined us since then may have missed. So uh, now sit back and enjoy our look at an all-time classic, Con Air. <laughs> Welcome back to Cinema Vino. Hey. Um, hey. This is going to be part three of our uh, Dealer's Choice series with our uh, each host. Yeah. Picks a big movie. Picks something they love. And uh, Taylor uh, chose Con Air. Damn right. Which I would say to know Taylor is to love Taylor. Just like to know Con Air is to love Con Air. Damn right. Taylor, can you do the rest of this podcast with the accent that Nick Cage uses in this film? <laughs> that accent is still being researched by, like, you know, scholars. Alabama? Like, like, yeah. Oh, I oh, my God. I don't know what it, yeah. Honey, I'd like to give you this bunny. I mean, it kind of had a little bit of Put the Thornton. bunny yeah. in the box. So, mm -hmm. Again, <laughs> that, that opening scene, you know, it's like when he's reading the, the voiceovers, it's like, Dear honey, I miss you a lot. I hope to see you soon. Prison is scary. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Dear God, make me a bird. I really got a Forrest Gump vibe from oh, that yeah. as well, which is yeah. weird because Bubba's in this movie because definitely during a scene later in the movie where it's like, if I'd known that was the last time me and Bubba was going to talk, I'd yeah. thought of something better to say. <laughs> So anyway, yeah. Nick Cage's yeah. accent work is marvelous and consistent. Yeah. No matter where he is or what role he's playing, it's the same accent. Well, you know what's strange is that at two years before this movie came out, Nick Cage won the Academy Award for Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, right. A crazy, like, emotional performance as an alcoholic, like, who goes to Vegas to die, drink himself to death. And, and this movie ended in Vegas. Yeah, we, and it's with full circle. Yeah, and it's weird because you look at that and you think, man, Nick Cage is an amazing like that's such an incredible like raw emotional performance. And then you start off with this was like, I got to get my daughter a bunny for a gift. It's like, what in the hell oh, is yeah. going on in this movie? <laughs> oh yeah, um, but it is glorious. The movie started fast too. Yeah. Oh yeah, they don't waste no time. Mm -hmm. Uh. -uh. What song was that? Uh, How do I live? Yeah, that, that, that Leanne Rhymes. Rhymes? Yeah. No, this is Trisha Yearwood in this oh. one. Leanne Rhymes. Leanne Rhymes does a version of it. Okay. Uh, I put in my notes. This was a great time for movie songs. This late nineties. Oh yeah. Uh huh. You had Titanic, this. Yeah. You had yes. My Heart Will Go On. Yeah. You had uh, Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls in um, City of Angels. Coyote Ugly. Yeah. What was? Yeah. The, that was Leanne Rhymes, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to miss a Can't thing. Can't the moon. <gasps> From a film we like to call Armageddon. When did the Seal Batman come out? 95. Ooh, 95. Another great movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah, just just good stuff all around. And uh, not Batman and Robin had Foolish Games by Jewel. Damn straight. Ooh. Also, uh, in Batman Forever, they had Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. By U2. By yeah. U2. Yeah. yeah. Also, what, Batman and Robin had Smashing Pumpkins. It had the end is the beginning is the end, and the beginning is the end is the beginning. Yes. Yep. All of the above. Yeah. The yep. fast version and the slow version. Mm-hmm. Both lovely. Yeah. This was a good time for the, like the nineties. Yeah, I remember. Um, I know Travis would probably yell, but um, the Godzilla soundtrack. Um, it, it was kind of slack. Green Day had a good song. It was yeah. better than the movie. Puff yeah. Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. Puff. It was I mean, puffy. I I got the trifecta there because I got Puff Daddy. Uh, I got Led Zeppelin, Cashmere, and Godzilla all in the same song. I'm, I was ecstatic. Yeah, yeah. I think I called Taylor on the phone. I was like, "Hey, this music video is about to be on on uh, TRL." Oh, I know you recorded TV it back in the day. Yeah, that's Total Request Live. Carson Daly. Mm-hmm. May he rest in peace. Yes, wherever he is. Yeah, I miss Fred Durst. Yeah. You know, one <laughs> theme I've seen run through all of the movies that we've done has been the soundtracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Great, like, great score for Lion the Winter. Yeah. Amazing score for Bucker Bonsai, obviously. Yeah. I obviously. feel like all four <laughs> of us, we're all musical beings. Con Air, yeah. amazing score, and Superman. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers, our next episode of Superman 1978. Yeah. Great score. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, a little bit of background. Yeah. This movie was released on June 6, 1997. So just at the beginning of Bill Clinton's second term. Did it go straight to CBS? Yeah, <laughs> uh, TNT, TBS, mm-hmm. USA. It, yeah, it, it eventually went there and stayed there. Oh yeah, along with Gone in sixty seconds. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, a budget of seventy five million. God damn. Yeah, and that's back, all cast. That's a lot. Yeah. Of, that's a lot of money cast, back yeah. now. And explosions, cast and explosions. I feel. Oh, Joe, my wife was watching. She was like, "How much did this movie cost?" Oh yeah. About the time the the plane crashed in the middle of the Vegas Strip and money started raining from the sky. Oh yeah. Not just crashed, it went the length of the oh, Las yeah. Vegas Street Yeah. For no R- reason. Ripped it to pieces. It just went the entire length. It was wonderful. I mean, uh-huh. she, yeah. So she'd never seen it before. She got the giggles pretty pretty strong. Especially when Nick Cage, who bears a strong resemblance to muscular Jesus, <laughs> jumps out of an exploding plane on the Vegas Strip. Oh, yeah. And stands up in slow motion as burning money falls all around them. It's like, this is wonderful. You can't make this up. Because it's believable. (laughs) (laughs) You can believe that's his real hair. It's real life. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's just amazing. Uh, so it had a budget of seventy five million. It grossed two hundred twenty four million worldwide. So it raked in money. Unreal. Oh yeah, it, it Un- did. Great. Unreal. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Mm. It, it did what we call justifiable box office. Did you it, guys see this in theaters? I saw it in theaters. I, I did not. Uh, I think I did. I don't know. I don't remember. No, yeah. I definitely didn't. I was seven. Yeah. 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 Um, I would have been in high school, uh, and I remember enjoying it. I mean, I I don't know if I was fully aware of how like kitschy, how campy it was, right. how goofy, but it's like. It's like, man, it's a, it's Nick Cage with long, flowing hair and slow motion. What oh, year did yeah. Face Off come out? That Same was, year. Yeah. Oh, okay. he, he was in prime See, box I think, office I think form. that's right up the alley. I mean, yeah. it wasn't kitschy. That was just what the 97 box office I, was. Yeah. I think so, too. I mean, like, in the those mid, kind of later 90s, like, man, Nicolas Cage was the guy. unfortunately everywhere. Oh, yeah. Also, Travolta. I remember Broken yeah. Arrow and Face Off, and there, I'm sure there was another one in there. Not Battlefield Earth. Jeez. But <laughs> I would love to. That'll be my Halloween pick. Fuck that. Battlefield Earth. Yeah. Ugh. You're you're on your own, man. That's a podcast of one right there. <laughs> no, thank you. There can be only one. I rented that film on uh, Blockbuster. Like. Don't make me watch it again. That's all I'm saying. 
<laughs> I love bad movies, and that was just amazing for what it was. I can't do it. Yeah, I was like, I, I saw like half of it. And I was like, nah, ain't doing that shit. Um, so yeah, this movie has an all-star cast. I, I mean, I think that's, I feel like that's an understatement for this cast. Yeah, and and, and this, these were actors in their prime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, at the peak of their box office draw, all of them, the whole group. Um, and it's the same thing we said last week. I feel like the Roger Ebert thing of like, is this movie more interesting than? you know, basically having lunch with the cast backstage or partying with them at the rap party. And it's like, man, I, I would love to hang out with these, this squad of people behind who, the scenes. Who, if you had to pick one, who would you want to hang out with the most? And why is it John Malkovich? <laughs> I mean, Danny Trejo. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Danny Trejo. I've heard Dave Chappelle. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see. I will say I gotta, I would choose Buscemi. Mm-hmm. It's like I gotta, you know. That's true. Because I mean, I think I mean, even though I love good old John, I call him John. Mm-hmm. Even though I love him, but like I feel like he would just, you know, kind of be in his own own thing in the mm-hmm. corner. You know, he would be like, pretentious the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, Mal- yeah. Malkovich. Yeah, mm-hmm. Malkovich. I feel, like Johnny Malkovich. I feel like Cusack would be kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard Malkovich is very difficult behind the scenes. He can be an actor, like you know, acting. But it's weird to see him do a role like this where he is kind of having, he clearly having fun. Yeah. You know, he's kind of playing up his own like psycho actor. Is it weird that like when I, I hear his voice, I just picture him lecturing me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> During sex? <laughs> Not exclusively? Oh, that was me. That was yeah. me. Sorry. I'm projecting That's again. how I hear most voices. Lecturing <laughs> me. Our homeboy, like the, the other convict that was flying the plane, Swamp Thing, uh, Oh, from yeah. old uh, Lost. What, yeah. what was he? What was his name in he Lost? He was one of the oh. others. Yeah, one, one, one of the others. One yeah. of the guys. He's one of the main dudes, the yeah. tall guy. He could go back and forth. It's like, we've come for your boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come for your daughter, Chuck. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, so quick rundown of the movie for yeah. anybody who hasn't seen it. If you haven't seen it, you're missing out. I feel like... If you haven't seen it, you're missing the touch of someone who loves you. Yeah, you're missing something. You're living a cold, dark existence. The only thing this film is missing is Samuel L. Jackson and snakes that are also on the plane. Yeah, that's not a bad, not yeah. a bad point. I would, I would mash those up. Yeah. Uh, so basically, the plot is Nick Cage plays an army ranger who is, I would say, wrongfully convicted of manslaughter in no real universe does he get convicted when some guy pulls a knife on him and his pregnant wife and he defends himself, gets sent to eight years in prison. It doesn't matter if he's a deadly weapon or if he has like Swiss army knives coming out of his eyeballs. He, There's no way he would not get off on self-defense. But in the movie world, in the Jerry Bruckheimer world, <laughs> he goes to the pokey and writes his Forrest Gump letters to his wife and his... What a terrible defense attorney. Yeah. 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 The just guy. Like, listen, listen, you just cop to it. You'll get like four years most. You'll serve one. It's yeah. fine. Just do it. Yeah. That's crazy because it's like a seven de- to 10. Yeah. Max sentence. Ugh. And it's like, you know, he's a decorated army ranger coming home for the first time to meet his wife and now, you know, unborn daughter. Who are these guys that are like, oh, Army Ranger, let's mess, let's with, mess this guy. with this yeah. guy. Yeah. Let's keep <laughs> pestering him. Yeah, not just once, but twice outside the bar. Let's circle him and fight him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that is total like you know eighties nineties movie villains. It's like just stupid, one dimensional. It's like, yeah, that guy with a whole chest full of medals. Let's go pick a fight with that yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm I'm a regular. 
<laughs> and they make the, the bad guy so one-dimensional. It's like, you know, pussy's like you, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, clearly a cardboard. You know why we lost Nom? Vietnam. Yeah. What a hot take. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I didn't do any of that. Yeah. yeah I've been sitting here at the bar the entire time. Yeah. yeah like, I never served my country. Yeah. <laughs> very, very relatable to today. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, they call them gravy seals now. Have you heard this term? Ooh. Like guys who were like, you know, never fought for any anything anywhere, but like talk a big game at bars and pick fights in oh, that yeah. situation. Yeah. They're, they're the gravy seals. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. Meal Team Six. Ooh, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, so wrongfully convicted of manslaughter, gets a crazy like movie cinematic sentence and serves it and ultimately gets paroled, but he gets to ride aboard Con Air, which is like a cruise ship in the air, but for serial killers. <laughs> uh, the name of the plane is the Jailbird. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I don't know if you all... I had that to should have been the name of this film. Yeah. Um, do you know what the... You know, Travis, you mentioned tagline earlier. You know what the tagline for this was? I do not. Buckle up. <laughs> Continue, Todd. <Damn. laughs> That's a hard act to follow. Yep. Um, so basically the most dangerous character actors in the world are on this plane. Yeah. John Malkovich. You got Ving Rhames, Steve Buscemi, uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, and a whole lot of people. Danny Trejo. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a shit ton of people that you'll recognize populating this plane. Um. But basically, you know, there's a hijacking because, of course, there's a hijacking. Uh, John Cusack is the guy on the ground who wears socks with sandals and has to stare at computer monitors for most of the movie. And he yells into cell phones. That was a big thing back then was people yelling into flip oh, yeah. phones and, you know, didn't know what the hell was going on. That was his thing. And he was the only one that knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah. He, he did. Exactly. But it's like, you know, his thing was like. He was always kind of one step behind the plot, but one step ahead of all the idiots. You had a lot of the diehard style villains in this who yeah. who were like, you know, too stupid to see what's going on. And, you know, they're so bullheaded that they go right into like the face of danger or whatever, right into a trap. You know, we're watching this whole bottleneck scene toward the end. I'm like, there's no way like any law enforcement people are going into just a like, bottlenecked yeah, just go, trap. Let's just drive into this valley. Yeah. It's let's fine. just go right into this yeah. kill zone. Yeah. Cusack is, is the guy in the chair. Yeah. Like tell me, like Carl Winslow and, yeah. and Die Hard. Well, and, I don't remember his yeah. actual character name. He is. He is. He's Carl Winslow. He's also a little bit of John McClane where he predicts what the bad guys are going to do before they do. It's like yeah. shooting at the lights. No, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Carson City. <laughs> you know, he, he's the guy who makes everybody else look stupid on the ground. Um, this was produced by Jerry Burkheimer. Oh, yeah. Who did gave us uh, Beverly Hills Cop, Top Gun, Days of Thunder, and The Rock, which was the year before, Damn which right. also starred Nick Cage. Uh, yeah. The random dude from The Rock that's, you know, fighting Sean Connery, like, I tell you, my old man was Irish, and then punching oh, him, you're like, who gives a shit? Yeah. He was in Con Air. Yeah. He yeah. had one random, you know, couple lines. He's the, <laughs> he's the guy that walks in, and he's like, we got the plane. We got the plane. Yeah, and they're like, like, shut the fuck up. up yeah. I, yeah, I know yeah. that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I put that this was one of the last big, like, coked out 80s, 90s action flicks where it's like, obviously, this was bankrolled amongst a sea of powder. Yeah. You know, in the air. Um, big over the top action scenes, big over the top soundtrack, you know, both in terms of the instrumentals and the, the Trisha Yearwood, like the Diane Warren, How Do I Live Without You? Ugh. 
you know, Diane Warren was one of those big songwriters at the time who only knew one gear, and that was fifth gear, like over-the-top power ballad. Um, I don't know who wrote uh, My Heart Will Go On. I don't know if she was in on that, but that sounds like Diane Warren. Yeah. Like big soap opera song. God. Um, but this movie is definitely, uh, I mean, it's, I don't even think I would call it a cult hit. I don't think you can call it a cult hit if no. it grosses a quarter of a billion dollars. No, yeah. But it definitely it's got cult status as well, though. Yeah, yeah. It's held up. People still enjoy it to this day. You don't have to go broke to be a cult movie. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, you know, this is just a good example of a true popcorn movie where you can watch it oh, yeah. and not use your brain at all. Yeah. Pretty sure I watched a football game at the same time I was watching yeah. this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, totally. You could do multiple games of Sudoku or whatever. Like, you could <laughs> not pay any attention to anything going I mean, on. Yeah, your popcorn's going to be gone in the first 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could probably have this movie on mute and still understand what's going on. Yeah. And it was like, you know, like, okay, he killed them. He's in jail. Now he's getting out of jail. Oh, the plane's been hijacked. Someone's trying to save the plane. Oh, the plane has crashed. Oh, he met his wife again. Cool. Mm-hmm. Done. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Tay, this was your movie. And we've discussed before that you have a type of movie. Yes. You, you like the big, over-the-top uh, action movie, one-liners. Buck, we could watch Over the Top. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that. That's uh, definitely on the list. Demolition Man. We we. Oh yeah. Discussed. Also, do a whole season on. Yeah. Yeah. We could do a whole thing yeah, on, start on, still on the series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me a chance to break up my impression. You know, you just kind of do it. But, Was it? Uh, don't throw mom from the train. Uh, or stop at my mom. Stop my mom will shoot. But then eight heads in a duffel bag. That was Joe Pesci. Ah. But that'll give me a chance to do my Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um. So, Tay, yes. your thoughts on this film? Um. So, yeah, this film I never saw in theaters. Um. It was one of those films, like Josh Sean said, I saw it on TV. And, you know, I looking back, I was like, when did I watch this film? And I honestly can't tell you. When but didn't I, you watch this film? Yeah. Like every it, Sunday well, at TBS and Well, that's the thing. Like, it was, like, it was like USA, TNT, whatever it was. And I remember just like, I, I just... I do remember watching it on TV for the first time and being like, what in the fuck is this? And I was like, I have to figure out how to watch this film in its entirety. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I bought it on DVD or rented it or whatever, but I watched the whole thing and I was like, I think I got to watch this again. And I was like, I'm not quite sure what I just watched. And I, I hate to say it, but it was like love at first sight. And I was already a huge, huge fan of, um, the rock. And I think we did a podcast on that before. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know the rock kind of the same thing. These action films, one liners, Sean Connery. And I think with that, that was, this film was, it was just, it's just a big one liner film that is this, that it actually is action packed And the storyline is so ridiculous, but honestly it actually kind of stays throughout the entire movie. <laughs> there, there aren't a whole lot of plot twists to it. I mean, there no. are, but it was just like, you know, okay, well, the plane goes down into a massive desert, but we're still just, you know, we're just going to keep this on going. Mm-hmm. Like you know, said, one like, thing to be said of this movie, there's a lot of iconic gifts yeah. out of the oh, movie. Yeah. It's just oh, yeah. Him walking out of the bus and his hair just... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Beautiful. That's a beautiful yeah. gift. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and, and then turn, like, winking at Ving Rhames. Oh, yeah. Like, ah, oh, you're not going to shoot the cops. <laughs> and, you know, and again, I could go all day on these one-liners, but one of my favorite one-liners in this film that I was, I, I literally almost like pissed my pants laughing was, you know, when she gets his daughter's picture back from, from the warden or the cop and he was just like, 
Told you I'd get that back. And I was like, that is so stupid. And it was like, but they, but the director said, I need a close up of Nick Cage mm-hmm. right when he does that and give that little kind of like smirk. And I was yeah. like, oh my God. And, and again, like I've said it a thousand times in this podcast, I love movies where I can watch it and be like, God damn, the people that are producing this that are behind the scenes and they're just like, what the fuck are we doing? And it was like, like it was like we. This has been green lighted. I mean, clearly it did okay. Yeah, but it was just it did like great. It yeah, did it was, great. And it's like you know, and, and again, the Nick Cage. Wh- why? Mm. Why did he have to have the accent? There, there, there was no need for that. At yeah, all. there was no need, and it was a terrible accent. It was yeah. terrible. Honestly, it was, like, it was probably a choice that he made, and he was just like, <laughs> and the he came on set like, day right. one, and he was like, "Here's my accent that I'm gonna do yeah. for this yeah. movie," and the director was like, "Why? Yeah, yeah. nobody yeah. gave you yeah. that yeah. note." Yeah. yeah, your name is Nick Cage, not Gary Oldman. And then yeah. he just did it because you know what? That's what Nick Cage does. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like they're like, well, I guess he talks like this now. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick, that is not good. Nobody likes that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. But it's you know, again, the one-liners, the whole storyline is just goddamn ridiculous. I will say it does keep you watching. Yeah, and, I, and, and like I guess that's why I love films like that, where it's like I'm watching it, I know it's terrible. But I'm like, what in the hell are they going to do next? Yeah. And I, this movie kind of like fits all of that. Yeah. And that's why that's why I love the film. It checks the boxes. Well, and again, there's numerous times where it's like, hey, I've had a little too many drinky poos the night before. Mm-hmm. For some reason, for about seven, eight, nine, ten years, USA was like, every Sunday afternoon, we're putting this motherfucker on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, this is it. Yeah. No. Like, it's because ma- they knew. Yeah. It was they like, like, Taylor's drunk. Let's, yeah. let's give him something to watch. Like the, that poor master control board operator is just like, fuck, con air two to five? <laughs> God Again. damn. Again? Here we go. This is like, shit. Yeah. But anyway, still one of my favorites, mm-hmm. and I, I, I still think it might be one of my, it is my favorite Nicolas Cage film. Yeah. By far. Yeah. And The Rock is damn good. Well, mm-hmm. nah, that was more for Sean Connery. Yeah. But yeah. Yes. 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 Womack. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I love this film as well. Um, John Malkovich, though, great actor. But man, does he deliver some just like dry, he's very enunciating all of his intimidation. That's he's a, like, yeah. the last thing you'll see is the flies going over your rotting corpse. And then at the end, he was like, the last thing your daughter will sm- smell is my rank breath. Yeah. So you're like, okay, what's... <laughs> like, Jesus. Geez, you... <laughs> You could calm down. Yeah, yeah, you could you could shorten that up a little bit. He he, he, he did over enunciate like every word. I'm, like, I'm going to make another Friends reference. It's like yeah. the episode where Joey's doing Gary Oldman. They're doing yeah. the scene again. They spit all all over each other. Yeah. doing their lines. <laughs> I think that's why I just picture him scolding me. Is just like he enunciates yeah. everything mm-hmm. that you are doing. <laughs> what is and how come Steve Buscemi lets the girl live at the end? They've spin- never explained they, they, it. They yeah. do this whole thing where it's like, oh man, this guy killed like 30 people and you know, they had to handle the lecture him up and then they take off his mask and then you're like, oh, well now I see why they put a mask on him. This is that fucking teeth. Um, <laughs> God love you. Buscemi, but, um, <laughs> I hope he never hears this, but I heard a joke one time. <laughs> About like, does it ever make you like feel ill that you might be breathing the same air that passed through Steve Buscemi's teeth? <laughs> <laughs> oh my! 
He's a lovely man. Yes. He's a firefighter. But I, yeah, that, that, I, I know. Volunteered at He's 9/11. a great person. I am well aware, and I feel bad, but it still made me laugh when I heard it. <laughs> he was an escape from L.A. But yeah, they had. <laughs> so when. Yeah, he he hangs out with a little girl girl in an empty pool, and she sings him a song, and she's he's like, okay, I guess I won't kill this one. Yeah, and that's it. And, and uh, Danny Trejo was in this, lovely Johnny uh, Johnny Twenty Three. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, super weird, creepy guy, but yeah. So yeah, Johnny Twenty Three, Danny Trejo, just he was crazy. But <laughs> doesn't Danny Trejo have a rule where he'll only play bad guys if they get killed, killed or punished? I think mm-hmm. so. I think yeah. I've said that yeah. before. What do you think about it? Uh, so this was my first time seeing it start to finish. Um, Great. Up until now, like you said, I've only seen it on cable every was, Sunday. Yeah. But I, it was a I, mysterious film. Yeah. 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 It was just like one of those Con movies Air? that's just like always on. Uh, one time I spoiled the ending of Sixth Sense for somebody <laughs> in, like two years ago. Yeah. Because he said that he had only ever seen bits and pieces of it on cable and he'd never seen the ending. And I spoiled it for him, and I was like, "How did I just spoil a twenty-year-old yeah. movie?" Yeah, but it happens. Sometimes you just yeah. see like bits and pieces of a movie, you never see it in its entirety. Yeah, uh, I I thought it was great. It was campy. It was big. It was very Nick Cagey. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think the writing was completely stupid. It made no oh, sense yeah. why he stayed on the plane. So they wrote in like a diabetes plot that made no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Why was his his celly on the plane in the first place? They never really explained that. He was transferred for no reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No. Is I loved it. Yeah, what I mean, was he in for? I, they they never explained yeah. it. They what were just like, all, all right. What did it all mean? Like, you like this character. We're not going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. He's in jail. Not going to tell you why. He's getting transferred. Not going to tell you why he has diabetes. Yeah. That's, a, that's all you need yeah. to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. I I don't need a movie to tell me why things are happening. No. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, you mentioned the writing and I had to Google it. I was like, so who was this jabroni? Scott Rosenberg. Mm-hmm. So not only did he write the prestigious Con Air, um, he went on to continue with High Fidelity. Ooh. Oh, which I thought was a good film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gone, also, Cusack. Gone in sixty seconds. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he wrote Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah, and then he wrote. The, a, well, that was a remake, wasn't yeah, it? A remake. Yeah. yeah. And then um, you broke it. You bought it, my friend. And then he, and this is he, he's riding this high wave. You know, Gone. You know, in two thousand three, he does Kangaroo Jack. Oh no! Nice. And then he doesn't write anything for fourteen years. Doesn't need well, to. He wrote Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, no. But he he makes a comeback with Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. Oh. And I'm sure YouTube will like this. 2018 Venom. Ooh. Yeah. It makes sense that that <laughs> Kangaroo Jack yeah. and Venom were written yeah. by the same guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that 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 makes perfect sense. Can we review Kangaroo Jack? Can we go ahead and put that on the slate? Yeah, I absolutely. would like. To, yeah, I need to. I see want to it. revisit Kangaroo I'll Jack. Stay. What is the Price Is Right sound whenever somebody like overbid? <laughs> that just felt appropriate. Yeah, for but I, I I love this this writer who's like riding this wave of like late nineties, early two thousands. Like he peaked it with Kangaroo Jack. Doesn't get better from here, boys. No. Two thousand three. I just wrote Kangaroo Jack. We're going up. Next job, twenty seventeen. Yeah. Now, hey, I can't say anything. I'm I ain't doing shit. But oh, what, still, do, you, what like, do you think yeah. his his process was like? Where he was like, all right, so my success has come from Con Air. Gone in 60 <laughs> seconds. What if a kangaroo 
talked. Yeah. yeah. Look, what if, what if he's still, so he's I, probably I, riding the wave of all that money, just sticking that kangaroo yeah. jack money in his ears and, and telling people, yeah, fuck off. And, uh, you mean his pouch? Yeah, yeah his pouch. No. Yeah. And, you know, and those pouches are filled with mucus, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard, I've yeah. heard that rumor. But they're warm. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, I've heard that rumor, too. It's like a womb. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, we do need to review the film because it, was it a suitcase full of money? No. What, what, what was it that the kangaroo stole? The, the, it was something like that. that and eight heads in a duffel bag switched up again. Yeah. I, I think the kangaroo stole Which something. Which I want to do my Joe Pesci. I'm yeah. Just, can you, can you do your kangaroo jack impression right now? I don't know if I can. I don't know if I'm ready. Pretty sure it's Australian. Yeah. <laughs> Back around you. <laughs> that was always my go-to for the Aussie accent. It was like you have to practice saying bark around you. Bark around you. Good day. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's... Maybe, maybe we do a drinking game with Kangaroo Jack every time they say good day. Yeah. Do they say good day a lot? Probably. Yeah. I, uh, I, at least once. I say good day. I don't know, but I know. Every time he hops. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So what would you guys give Con Air, scale of 1 to 10? <laughs> Just a top of your head. Yeah, I will say, it, in all seriousness, it's not that much better than uh, or not comparing the two, but you know, old Buckaroo. Yeah, you know, I I would say Connor's probably about a seven. Same same with me. It's like it yeah. it needs to be watched. Like I'm not sitting here saying it's the greatest film ever fucking produced, but I'm, it it definitely does need a watch. Yeah, and I think it's coming with Buckaroo. It's like when you watch it, you're like. Do I need to watch this again? Yeah. I, I think I kind of need to. And I, I don't know if you need, yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm the same. It's a six yeah. or a six and a half for me. However, in the genre that it's in, it's its its own fucking godfather. It, it's like exactly. if, if you're wanting mm-hmm. 90s action films, yeah. like this is the godfather too. See, I, it's and, like, and The Rock is godfather one. And, mm-hmm. And and I didn't like Face Off. I really didn't I like Broken Arrow. Love face Off. Like, I love them both because they're both terrible. Yeah, and, and they're, they're, part of it. yeah, yeah. they're awful. Oh no, uh-huh. they they are awfully good movies. But if you're compared to Con Air, I would take Con Air of those all day. Yeah. Yeah. Caster Troy. Yeah, it's John Travolta <laughs> pretending to be Nick Cage, pretending to be John Travolta. Yeah, Deep. I, like ooh, yeah. you really want to watch that? Yeah. <laughs> And again, I would love to be in that room of the producers, head writers, all yeah. this stuff. It's like, so what are we doing? Yeah. And I hope some one of the writers are like, we're going to take his face off. Oh, like, it's just awesome. We're in. Yeah. Doing it. I mean, same yeah. thing with this movie. They're like, all right, so there's going to be a car <laughs> behind the plane. It's going to be flying like a plane behind the plane, and then it's going to blow up. Well, and what did the license plate say? Ass kicker. Ass kicker. Ass, yeah. Okay. Ass ass kick. Yeah. yeah Cole yeah. Meany, who was um, one of the transporter dudes in Star Trek uh, Next Star Trek, Generation. Yeah. yeah. What, what was his name in that? Uh, he uh, was in Deep Space Nine. Yeah, he's Chief O'Brien. Chief yeah. O'Brien. He's like right. the quiet, nerdy transporter guy. Yeah. And here he's like the and coked out the DEA agent. Yep. Yeah. He's like driving the Wants James Bond car. Flesh. Yeah. Yeah, he he's the dude that's compensating for a lot of things. He needed to get punched in the face. Also, I feel at the end. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did not yeah. get his just rewards. Mm-mm. I mean, his, his car got fucked up, but like, mm, he, he was weirdly he, okay with it. Yeah. yeah, he needed his face. So if he's in Vegas, he needs to get beat up by a Wayne Newton impersonator, <laughs> real bad. Yeah, or, or Wayne Newton. Yeah, or Wayne. <laughs> yeah. <himself. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tom Jones needs to come out and strangle him with a pair of panties. <laughs> I I still can't get over how long the plane just kept going on oh, yeah. the Las Vegas Strip. Oh, yeah. Just kept going. That thing should have been engulfed and in flames. going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, go, like, it found a pond? 
What? Yeah. That's what it took? Some yeah. Bellagio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Mal- Malkovich dies on a, a, a fire truck on the yes. ladder. Oh, I know. Uh, he died. No, no, no. He not- died. Oh, on oh, a ladder, yeah. going through a through window, a, yeah. onto electrical Electri- lines, yes. and, then and then onto, clocked. inexplicably, some sort of piece of Crusher? machinery that crushed his head. But mm-hmm. if you had said that they his downfall yes. was going to happen like from a fire truck ladder, like in the beginning of this, I'm like, no, he's on... He's, He's on a plane. He's on a plane. Yeah. It's con air, not yeah. con Surely fire. he, gets, he yeah. gets thrown off the plane, right? That's what we call a lateral move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it is. It, I feel like that film was written, but not finished. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, shit. Wait a minute. Okay, so. I, I think it's get, the opposite. I think so they, we, they wrote it and they're like, wait, how do we get everybody on the plane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do we get this guy's daughter to like him in like yeah. 13 seconds? I mean, yeah, what a terrifying. It's like, oh, honey, I, I got a, a, a bullet wound. I'm bleeding from several orifices and <laughs> I got a, lots of other blood from other people on me. I bet I smell awful. Why but did here's John a Cusack bunny? Take, Would you give me a hug? Why did John Cusack take his family to Vegas? <laughs> Travis, I don't know if you do impersonations well, but I want every single impersonation you do from here on out to be Nicolas Cage's character from Con Air because you fucking killed it. That was perfect. I just realized he stole his own uh, his own accent. From the rock where he's making fun of that other guy like i take pride and gun you boy well <laughs> I, I think we all know that nicholas cage's range is probably rather small yeah, yeah. minute yeah like, uh well I, excuse me we've seen ghost rider uh, <laughs> and uh, ghost rider too yeah oh, spirit of vengeance attack of the thunder oh is that what it's called <laughs> uh, i mean it might as well be nobody gives a shit yeah <laughs> nobody's nobody's still listening. Hey, that could have been Superman. <laughs> hey, hey, Nicholas Cage could have been Superman. He could have. Oh, he was. He about that. They gave yeah. him a serious look. Yeah, yeah, they did. He, they, he wore the outfit. Yeah, he, he had wore the same outfit. hair. Yeah, in that. In oh, I, think, I think you showed me that. Yeah, uh, one of the finalists for the seventy-eight uh, Superman was Dustin Hoffman. All five foot five of them. Well, uh, we'll get into it in the Superman yes. podcast, but also Sylvester Stallone mm-hmm. wanted the role. Hey, you know me from Krypton, man, you guys uh, need the man of steel. All right, <laughs> can, can, can you do Joe Pesci as Superman? <laughs> I don't know how to do a Joe Pesci. Like, I'm going to save that for eight heads in a duffel yeah. bag, which we're going to do very soon. That's a good Thanksgiving pod. Oh, and they did, um, but did they ever release... Nine heads in a duffel bag, the, the sequel. <laughs> the whole ten heads in a yeah. duffel bag. Yeah. Joe Pesci will return in nine heads. <laughs> he could use the money. <laughs> uh, I give this movie a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten? Seven out of ten. You give it a ten out of ten? No. Oh, no. yeah, yes. Oh, God. Sorry, uh, for the genre that it's in, yes, it is the yeah. godfather of these, and it yes. should get at least a nine, nine and a half out of ten in yeah. 90s action film. You can't yes. cram this movie into one linear range with also things like the godfather. Yeah. But if I had to, seven out of ten. Yeah, that's same here. I think that's fair. You can't pigeonhole it, though. It, nah. It's amazing, you know? I mean, it's it's not... Unlike the music of Michael Bolton, it's hard to put into one category, you know? It has its own value outside of critical critique movies. It It defies the rules. Interesting to start a movie with like, oh, hey, we're, you know, 
boom, I just got out of the Rangers. I'm home. I'm going to have a baby. Boom. Let's do a really long montage about oh me writing God. Yeah. Yeah. stories to my daughter I met, never met. Yeah. Yep. That was the time of montages, though. That was the time of like oh, the yeah. Michael Bay type montages. But you never see a film where they start a montage within the first five or ten minutes. Yeah. Top Gun had the best montage. Hands yeah. down. Yeah. Montage. Right. <laughs> for the motherfucking and day. this one now, had. Montage. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Andy Samberg's uh, "Cool Guys Don't Look at Explosions." Uh-huh. This has multiple clips. Oh yeah. And My that. favorite is is Nick Cage flying off the. Uh, I think it's the fire truck where yeah. he's going oh, like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's flailing his arms. Yeah. His head of hair is just flowing. Uh-huh. Yeah. He is muscle-bound Jesus in that in that scene. He's airborne. God, he is. Yeah. yeah, he never fell into, like, a, a pond or a body yeah. of water whatsoever. Because I just feel like if he popped out of the water, his hair would not look flattering. No. It, it would do no. the yeah. the big, like, arc. Yeah. He, would, he would do the Statue of Liberty a little bit. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. A, little, uh-huh. a little bump on Well, the he head. would have to do the Vidal Sassoon where he kind of whips his hair back. Oh, yeah. like, mm-hmm. You know, full-on conditioner. Yeah, and he's going to be, like, fully dry in the next scene. Yeah. Like, two seconds later, they're like, ooh, not a good look. Yeah. And in which case, you have somebody on staff, on the crew, whose job is to get that hair, like... Dried and fluffed back out. Mm. So, oh, yeah. and whoever that is got the fuzzy end of the lollipop. I'm gonna yeah. tell you right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Todd, what did we drink tonight? Uh, we are drinking Begonia. Um, Begonia. Tay is a Pinot Noir fan. It so is. I, yeah, I, re- I went for a, a uh, Pinot Noir from France. A Frenchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, for for those who don't know, uh, red Burgundy is know. Pinot Noir. Yeah. White Burgundy is Chardonnay. And so this is the authentic, you know, real Pinot Noir from France. Um, this is the, uh, what the, this is a Ricolte de Lani. I'm probably not saying that right. Oh, that's yeah. okay. That's all right. It's Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. It's a good $20 Pinot Noir from France. Yeah. It's bright. It's, it's totally different it's, than what yeah. we're drinking. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, fruity. It's easy drinking. Yeah. Food friendly. This is coming up on not too far from the holidays. If you're looking for something thanksgiving type yeah. meal it's great for that yeah that's why i love the grape it can be you know very versatile different regions countries you know yeah. it's damn good one of my favorites yeah kind of like nick cage yeah he's, very, he very can versatile. be anything you need anything him to be. He, he's yeah. been in a lot of regions and yeah has a lot of accents if you need him in raising arizona he's there yeah if you need him in a yeah. movie about uh Elvis's who rob casinos. Yep. He's there. If you need to have information about taxes, he's right there too. It's like, <laughs> you know, snuff films. And yeah. Shit. If you need somebody who has a castle. Yeah. He's there. Yeah. Gambling in Vegas, mm-hmm. you know, solving mysteries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just meeting people, getting into adventures. Yeah. Yeah. Getting flashes of the future and just doing all that. And <laughs> Truffle pigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of the above. <laughs> the man's the got range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but this has been another episode of Cinema Fino. Yeah. And uh, we we thank you all so much. Um, next time, we're going to do Superman, the motion picture. 1978. Super, the original, 1978. The Christopher best. Reeve. Yes. The first big budget Hollywood superhero movie. Best man. Better man. And so, uh, what, was it not with a bang, but... With a whimper. Exactly. Self-taught, no lessons. <laughs> so, we will see you all next time. Bye. Love you.
You can listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are available. Our website is at cinemavino.net, and reviews of these movies can be found at toddwatfordmovies.com. Day. What is the Price is Right sound whenever somebody like overbids? <laughs>